We're glad you came back to uh, join us in this uh, podcast series that we've been doing here at Refuge Church in Manor, PA. My name is Pastor Dan Hertzler, and I have uh, been leading kind of these discussions with these two gentlemen over the past three months. First, we got... I'm Ryan. And I'm Mike. And uh, these guys and myself have been trying to begin uh, having conversations about discipleship uh, that hopefully uh, sparks or spurs on some thoughts that will uh, grow into what does it mean to walk with Christ. We have been really focused on that idea that the center of all this is being with God, that we are, uh, the old saying, we are human beings, not human doers. Uh, We are beings that we are to be with God, to uh, be united with him, to be uh, uh, a part of him. And so in that, there's this relationship that flows from that. And then that uh, creates uh, something within us that that becomes evident for the world to see. So uh, there's these two elements of being with Jesus, being with God, and then the evidence of that flowing from that. We've looked at uh, how we reflect Christ. Uh, we've looked at uh, the idea uh, that we are to come alongside others. And so we're kind of wrapping up that coming alongside others and that modeling into a spot of uh, talking about something that maybe we don't discuss a lot when it comes to modeling. Uh, and that is this idea that in modeling, we also should be celebrating uh, just the, the, the life that we have in Christ, that there should be joy, festivities, fun, uh, food, excitement. Uh, there, there, it's not just this list of all the things you don't do, but there is a part of, of the Bible that spends a lot of time talking about festivals and feasts and food and weddings and, and these things that oftentimes in the Christian life get overlooked. And so we want to be able to uh, talk about how, how do we celebrate, how, how do we uh, set milestones along in our journey where we can see God's hand moving and, and we can celebrate those things. Um, you know, there's a saying I use in my house quite a bit on Sundays. My kids kind of roll their eyes at it, but uh, oftentimes uh, I try to have a meal Sunday night that's a little bit uh, nicer, a little bit more, um, you know, uh, just involved and then throughout the rest of the week. It's something that I'm able to do. I have the time. It's something that we don't usually have too many activities Sunday night. And uh, usually before we eat it, I always tell them, eat, drink, and be merry because yesterday we were dead and today we're alive. Uh, that's a quote I, I picked up from somewhere. And, and I just love that idea because we're celebrating the fact that every Sunday is a reminder of the resurrection. And yesterday we were dead and today we're alive. And so uh, these are things that uh, we can implement hopefully more within our Christian walk that we're modeling for other people. And again, I know this might be a new idea, new thought, uh, but it's one that I've really grabbed onto probably the last three years and uh, really has been one that has helped me think differently about even what I do and, and how I uh, you know, spend my time and, and spend my resources. So, uh, I, you know, I, I'm sure you guys haven't thought about it nearly as much as I have, but I'm just curious, you know, Ryan, you know, as we talk about this idea, what, what are some of your thoughts? I think what comes to my mind just right off the bat is just thinking about, you know, if we are alive, we should, we should celebrate that. Like if we were dead and then we were alive, there should be a difference between death and life, like just actually knowing, you know, experientially. But then I think too, just at the same point, remembering that we were once dead, you know, remembering that we have been brought to life. And you think about Israel, 
You know, when God did something great and he showed up in some miraculous way or, you know, really met them in a place where they were, you know, crying out to him, you know, he would often have them set up, you know, a monument, an altar, you know, something to remember where they were and where God had showed up, you know, and I just feel like with us just in the same way, you know, when we get discouraged and we get frustrated, feel beat down today, we got to look back and remember God's faithfulness, like in his word, but also to us in the past, just to kind of get us in that mentality of, yeah, today is worth celebrating because the God who was faithful to us then is the same God today who is still faithful. Yeah, and I know that a lot of times for us, we we feel beat up. We feel discouraged. You know, we, we uh, have a long road. We talk about a marathon. We talk about finishing well, all these things. And, and it, it comes across sometimes that just this life is to be lived in a way that you're just trying to survive it. Mm. And, and there's seasons where that happens. But we can't lose the other seasons. And what you're saying there, you know, is, uh, you know, God being faithful in the past should cause us to celebrate even in the midst, you know, one of the things that uh, I've learned in, in uh, reading uh, this past week uh, is that when God instituted the festivals in the Old Testament, he did it while they were in the desert. Mm. And uh, they were to look back in part of them, but they were also look forward in the other part. But in their current moment, <laughs> there wasn't really much reason to be festive or to be celebrating. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, I think what you're saying, Ryan, is, is really good. And as, as Christians, we need to practice the same thing. And I think it's just you go back to Jesus in John where he says, you know, the thief comes to steal, kill mm. and destroy. I've come to give life in yeah. abundance the life in abundance should feel good. Like it, sh- it should be worth celebrating. Yeah. So I think it's just really, truly knowing Jesus today, presently, yeah. and knowing that this life that he paid for you is actually worth living. And yeah. it can be a real joy. It yeah. can be really something that you can celebrate daily. Yeah. Mike, what are, what are some thoughts when you think about the idea of celebrating or, uh, you know, setting some milestones? Yeah, I, I really like this. And to kind of bring some of y'all into some conversations that Pastor Dan and I have had just even about myself and my own growth and development is, you know, a lot of times I'm just trying to prove why, you know, I have value or, or, or anything like that. And I think part of the beautiful part about the gospel is you have nothing to prove, mm-hmm. which means that that you can be celebrated, yeah. mm-hmm. right? That, that God can celebrate you and that that's okay. And that's something that, that I struggle with, right? Trying to always prove things. In yeah. fact, um, my, uh, I'm getting ready to get married here shortly. And um, in our premarital counseling, they, uh, the guy that we're with had us write down just some things that we want to see and don't want to see. And, um, my fiance and I sometimes struggle to allow ourselves to be celebrated. Uh, and by sometimes I mean always. <laughs> uh, and so one of the things that we wrote down though, was that we want to be, you know, a household that is able to celebrate each other and, and is able to even bring these things in and just celebrate and, and yeah. take the time to just stop. And I think one of the beautiful things about that is that means that, that we don't have to feel like we have to prove our worth to God. It it means that he said, I'm so important despite the fact that I really don't matter that much and, and, and that I can slow down enough. I can stop enough to just celebrate and celebrate what it is that he's doing and, 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 um, working, uh, to, to just renew and restore and completely change my life and turn it around. And uh, when I do that, 
I have so much more joy. I have so mm. much more. Like, I just feel like I'm really living out the purpose that he has for me as opposed to whenever I'm just trying to do it my own way and just work through and yeah. punch through things. Um, to feel like I have to prove anything to him. Yeah, no, that's, that's, that's good. And, and, you know, all these things we're talking about, they're all parts that, you know, as we've shared in other podcasts, there's a rhythm to our lives yeah. where, you know, my rhythm might not be yours and, and yours might not be mine, but there's a rhythm to our lives that should cause us to slow down, should cause us to reflect, but it should also, that rhythm should also cause us to, to celebrate. And what I love about what you're saying there is we all have rhythms that look different, but we all have the same God who is exactly the same yeah. and is going to meet us in those different rhythms, but his core characteristics about uh -huh. who he is never change. Right. Right. And, and so we're asking that question, how, how do we, how do we add celebration or remembering the milestones and, and celebrating what God has done in our past into our everyday life? Uh, how, how do we do that in a way that, you know, isn't obnoxious, but, but is something that, you know, is part of, of our rhythm that uh, ultimately it's, a, it's, a, it's pointing a sign forward, right? Mm -hmm. Revelations 19 talks about the idea that there is a, a wedding feast mm -hmm. coming. And so we're going to be celebrating with Jesus for the rest of our lives for those mm -hmm. that, that know him. And so we can be a sign. Now, well, what I, I heard someone say this week, a, a sign is, is not the real thing. Like if you're driving to New, New York City and you see a sign that says New York City, you realize when you get to that sign, you haven't arrived in New York City. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's yeah. just telling you what's coming. And so, you know, whatever we do in this life, whatever we celebrate, we realize it's not going to be the real thing or the ultimate thing. Uh, but we can be assigned to say, hey, there's reasons to celebrate here because of, of what Jesus has done. And we're preparing for the wedding feast that will be a, a celebration to, to come. And so, um, you know, and, and part of it also gives us this moment to let the world know that, you know, Christian life isn't just um, reducing or just taking away or just trying to, you know, uh, you know, wear sackcloth and wear drab clothes or just kind of, you know, go through life, not just, uh, you know, enjoying any of it, that there's parts of it that we can enjoy. Um, Ryan, what are some things that maybe you read on this idea or, or you read before or listened to? You know, just something that popped into my mind just specifically right now was just remembering the sermon I had read by Jonathan Edwards a while back. And, and he had said that being a Christian would be a worthwhile thing to do simply for the pleasantness mm. of it. Take yeah. away eternity, take away everything else. He was like, to, if you took a Christian and an unchristian, like, you know, believer, unbeliever, He's like, it would be well worth it if you only live this life. Yeah. And that's all you knew to be a Christian. And yeah. so he says in that, like, anyone, you know, the, the argument is now gone of, you know, if I become a Christian, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to live a miserable life. Yeah. You know, and it just like to me, that really spoke to me of like, well, it's a foretaste of what's to come. Yep. But the foretaste is actually better than anything we could have here. Right. You know, right. so it's like, wow, we really can live this life and enjoy it. Yeah. Because, you know, Jesus himself, you know, gave us this life and, you know, he is joy, joy, you know, right. in himself. Yeah. No, that's, 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 that's good. Like, you know, and I, I thought that many times before, you know, uh, some people will challenge you like, well, what if you're wrong? And I think about, mm. well, what if I'm wrong? Well, um, you know, first again, I, 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 again, we can have that long discussion about all the reasons, but let's just say, like you're yeah. saying, if, it, yeah. if, if we are wrong, what have I lost? Mm. I, you know, this life that I've lived, 
I believe uh, the things that uh, that Jesus have shared have brought to me joy. Yeah beyond what you're saying, you mm-hmm. know, what, what the eternal comes. Um, and, and, and the key in this, and, and again, there is wisdom in all this is learning what to celebrate, maybe what not to celebrate, because yeah. you can say, well, I'm celebrating Jesus with this brand new car. I'm celebrating mm. Jesus with a, you know, my fifth vacation, uh, you know, and, and my cruise and, and, and you gotta be really careful because, you know, what, what Jesus was celebrating, and, and one of the things I found is that, you know, Jesus celebrated the, the Feast of the Tabernacles. He celebrated mm-hmm. the Passover. He told the disciples to uh, wait for uh, Pentecost. And, you know, so, so Jesus celebrated these, these things, the Old Testament, but all of them were, were talking and sharing about Jesus. So mm-hmm. the things that we want to celebrate have to be, are they, are they grounded in Jesus? Like yeah. Sundays should be a celebration day because mm-hmm. we're celebrating the resurrection. Um, you know, there's certain things that, you know, a, a new car, is that really celebrating Jesus? Well, maybe because maybe God provided for that in a miraculous way. And, 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 and maybe there is reason. I'm not saying mm-hmm. it shouldn't, but we got to be careful that we're not just celebrating every good thing in our life and saying, oh, yeah, you know, I, I made it to work and, you know, in under 10 minutes because I got every green light. Therefore, God is good. You know, <laughs> like we yeah. got to be careful yeah. with that stuff, but we should be celebrating these things that are pointing towards uh, Christ. And I think, too, that brings up a good point of what you can celebrate is something that's unshakable, regardless of what's going on. If you hit every red light, you can still praise God for being good. So just, just really knowing that God is worth praising, even if we praise Him or not. Yeah, good. Mike, what, what about you? What have you read on this idea? Yeah, so something that uh, I, uh, I'm hearing you say, Pastor, just throughout this conversation is, is the celebration and also kind of some of those markers, some of mm-hmm. those yeah. things like that. And, and I don't know if this is um, exactly what you are referring to, but growing up, um, my dad would l- look at me and my sisters and, and just uh, particularly in... in um, some significant moments, more significant than hitting every green light. Yeah. He, uh, he would look at us and, and say, and just remind us of what like the people in Israel used to do, which was yeah. to, um, like when they crossed over the Jordan river, they picked up these rocks. God told them to, I think. Um, yep. and so they picked up a rock, one for each tribe and stacked them. And I believe it's called an Ebenezer. Um, and the, point of this was not to create something that was worshiped, to not worship the event itself, to allow that to be an idol, but, um, so that that generation could could look back every time that they saw that and remember what it was that God had done and, and to celebrate him and give him praise for that. But then also the coming generations are like, why is this pile of rocks Mm, here that, you know, the generation before them can be like, well, there is this time that God did this. And so there were significant moments in my dad's life that we got to be around for a few of them, but, um, also just when it would happen in our own or something like that. And we'd talk to him about it. He'd be like, okay, he's like, build up a pile of rocks in your heart. And, and so that mm-hmm. in the moments where you're low and, and, and you're just trying to get through the day, look back on what God has done and, and give him praise in that moment. And on your high points, when you're fed and warm and there's yeah. shelter and a roof over your head, look back and give God praise for who he is and what he's done. He's a good God. He gives good gifts to his kids and, and to celebrate not just what he's doing in your own life, but just to celebrate him. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. The, the, and that's why we kind of combined the, I'm glad you've talked about that, Mike, because I'm glad we we've combined that. We've talked probably more about celebrating than we did about setting the milestones, but uh, a milestone, if you think about your journey, every mile, there's a stone or Mm -hmm. every mile, you know, on the turnpike, there's an indicator. You've gone this far, you've gone this far, you've traveled. And then you can look back and you see those milestones back. And so as you're on this journey, 
um, you know, I, we've been talking about celebrating and some of it is future, but it's also past because we're looking back to see, you know, what uh, God has done at certain milestones on your journey. So, um, you know, as, as, as you think that through, um, you know, uh, th there's this question now, and, and Ryan, I want to throw it to you to say, uh, how do we practically do that? How, how do we, how do we, you know, instead of this nice talk about, you know what, we need to celebrate, we need to set milestones, well, what are some practical things that we can maybe start implementing into the rhythm of our lives? So just, you know, up front, I don't know if I've personally really done this well in my life in terms of setting milestones. Like I want to be practical myself and apply this. So like, and I think more so as now a new parent, I really want to model this of like, your faith, your faith journey is mm -hmm. worth celebrating even more than your journey as an athlete mm -hmm. or your journey as a student, yeah. you know, and, and just to really see like, wow, this is actually worth making a big deal about. Like yeah. it's worth throwing a party. Maybe you don't actually throw a literal party, but yeah. I think just having those, whether it's like a little, you know, just something on your calendar, you know, something simple just to remind you of whatever it is, you know, the day you were born again, the day, you know, that God really showed up in your life in certain ways, but just remembering that, talking to people about that. Yeah. And, you know, I really think, you should celebrate your born again day as much as you do your birthday. Sure. Yeah. You know, sure. I don't know if I've ever done that, but I want to. Yeah. Uh, and then at the same time, you know, just, just really seeing that whether or the, whether the world says that this is something good or not mm. to really know that God has done something in your life truly worth celebrating. Yeah. You know, and, and maybe it's having something in your house to, to remind you of it, but just having that be something that your family does, yeah. you know, at the yeah. core. Yeah. I think, I think, uh, there's some areas that we do this really well. Um, and I think you can see that and you're alluding to one with parenting, you know, mm -hmm. just, you know, a lot of times as kids grow up, we put little markers like, like yeah. on the doorpost, uh -huh. you know, that watch them grow physically. Um, maybe there's something you can do in a sense of, of spiritual growth as mm -hmm. you see uh, spiritual understanding or, or spiritual moments that, that we're marking. Uh, you mentioned birthdays. I think that's another thing like, hey, we celebrate our physical birth. We should celebrate our, our spiritual birth in, yeah. that, in that day and uh, recognize that. Um, you know, another area that, that people do really good in that is those that are recovering from addictions. Mm. You know, they have the, uh, the, the token or the coin and, and they're, you know, 10 days sober, 100 days sober. Like they're, they're, they're celebrating these moments that just one day at a time and, and it's, and it builds up and, um, you know, maybe you're celebrating the fact of, Hey, I've, I've broken from, uh, uh an addiction, whether that's, uh, yeah. uh, you know, whether, you know, drug alcohol or whether it's, you know, porn addiction or other addictions and, and you're celebrating God's deliverance from that mm. and moving forward. Or maybe you're just celebrating, Hey, I've gone, you know, uh, 10 days of just, um, you know, in my word and, or in God's mm. word and reading his word. And, you know, like, like that type of thing is, has, I, I think just built in more. And, and as we're trying to talk about this in the broader sense of coming alongside others, hopefully it's a testimony to, to help others. Like, yeah. you know, we've had people at our church, you know, that have said, Hey, I just want to let you know, today's my 
my 10th year anniversary of being drug free and everyone's clapping and yeah. celebrating because because we know like hey that's something God's done and we want it that's a that's a testimony to the church and so uh, that that should be more a part of it and one thing I remember seeing you know we were out of town just visiting another church and there was just a moment where it was kind of like an altar call you know and I think you can become numb as a believer yeah. to altar calls mm-hmm. you know but I've never seen this done before where, you know, someone stood up and it was just the place was in an uproar, like people just cheering and celebrating. Like, I'm, I feel like I'm getting moved emotionally now, but just like I was crying, like people yeah. were just like weeping. And it was just like in that moment, just realizing what was happening for this person, you know, yeah. and it was just like, wow, that truly is worth celebrating. And I think just that mindset in our day-to-day walks with our families yeah. and friends is is really what God's wanting us yeah. to do. And and as we've said before, you know, the, these aren't um, you know, we're not trying to to close the the book on on this topic. This is something that, you know, even even if we're honest here, you know, I've just been exploring in the last few years, you guys probably a little bit less than this idea. You know, Ryan, you were saying earlier it's just start even starting to come you know, new to you as a parent mm-hmm. and thinking through about what this looks like. And, uh, so, so we got to keep talking about it. We're not going to finish it up here. I know some of the best things to do though, is just to just maybe identify one area, you know, one thing, whether it's celebrating what God's done in the past or whether it's celebrating what's coming, uh, whether you just choose like I have, uh, you know, in my family, a, a Sunday night is a, is a night where, you know, I think my kids start to look forward to a little bit cause we're going to have ribs or we're going to eat steak. Yeah. Or we're going to eat something <laughs> good. And, and, and I try to let them know, Oh, hey, we're doing this as a way of of just celebrating the the resurrection and that stuff. So um, it doesn't have to be a, a major life change. It can be part of a a gradual thing. Or just just even maybe even it's just a, a just just different mindset of how you even think about what it means to be a Christian. Um, you know, I, I mean, we've all been there. We've all been, you know, uh, Christian life, just going to church and sitting through another service and mm-hmm. feeling like I'm bored. And, and then once we've realized now, you know, worship and, and, and service and celebrate all these other things have so much more life to them than just sitting in church. And so maybe that's where you're at too, where you're just moving beyond. How, how does the Christian life move beyond just sitting in church? Um, and, and you're starting to realize, oh, okay. Um, you know, when, when, when this happened five years ago, uh, and I saw God's hand move, maybe I, I should remember that and then celebrate that every year because of God's faithfulness in the past will be the faithfulness in the future. Maybe I'm celebrating because I know it's coming. Uh, all these different things. Uh, as you enter into that, you're going to hopefully find something more robust, something more deep and in, 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 in valuable in what it means to follow Christ. And that's what we're, this whole podcast is about, is trying to move us beyond just the, okay, church is my Christian life. No, the, the whole life is, is the mm-hmm. Christian life, and, and what does that look like? So if you have any questions, or, or, or again, you know, uh, if we said something that maybe bothered you or uh, said in a wrong way and you're wanting more clarification, we'd love to respond to any emails. You can email us at info at churchrefuge.com. You can go to our website, churchrefuge.com. Again, we're not trying to solve everything, but but we want to have these open discussions. We want to begin these dialogues. And uh, I think one of those great things to think about is is how can the Christian life be one of a, of a celebrate nature, remembering the goodness and faithfulness of God. Again, thanks again for listening.